Kathy is the, well, let me have you give the right title, Kathy. What is your title? <laughs> Good morning. I am the Connections Committee Coordinator. Thank you. <laughs> I think our phone directory says something different, but now we know. Oh, hello. This is, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to be talking with Kathy Racine today. And Kathy, uh, tell us what you do here at Holly Creek. You're part of the staff. I am part of the staff. I've been here a little over four years, and my official title is Connections Committee Coordinator. And Sandy Washington and Syl Stemmen, we're here to learn some things today because there's a, a lot that goes on that I think Holly Creek residents don't realize. So uh, um, I think it'd be wonderful if you tell us exactly what the Connections Committee is, and what it does, and the philosophy behind it. Okay, I'd be happy to do that. The Connections Committee evolved over the last, I believe, maybe seven years or so. I'm not exactly sure. I'm the second person to be the coordinator for it. And I have a group of eight people right now who are independent living people. I actually have two assisted living people. But um, basically, our philosophy is to help those that are having a little bit of cognitive issues and keep them independently living. And so we provide mornings, Monday through Friday, mornings of activities mm -hmm. that are good for the brain, good for enjoyment, it, laughter, um, just socialization. Gets them out of their apartments. And so it's, it's a busy time, and we just have a lot of fun. We're like a big family. And you are under the supervision of... Heidi. Yes, right? Heidi Schwant is my supervisor. Supervisor, that's her title with you. And uh, in order to find people for this connection group, how, how do you identify or find who needs this? And Well, basically, um, it's a lot of referrals from Heidi, since she's the nurse. She does see a lot of people, and she will know if somebody's struggling just a little bit with, with everyday issues, memory problems, whatever. And she kind of puts her radar out, and we watch those people a little bit. Also, residents are great sources. They will look at people and know people that they interact with, and they can see how they may be changing a little bit. And they can let me know or Heidi know, and then, once again, they're on our radar for a little bit. And the first step is always to talk to the families and see what they're thinking, and we kind of go forward from there. And how many people do you have in your connections group? It varies a lot. I've been at about eight people for quite a while now. Um, as you can probably guess, it's a very fluid group. Um, I don't always have the same people. They will move on to assisted living where they can still be part of connections committee, or they do move on to Meadows. And so my number goes up and down, up and down. Do you have an upper <laughs> limit? I do not. So oh, as long as I can keep getting volunteers to help me, fine. I think I'm okay. Well, tell us about your volunteers. Oh, I have wonderful vol volunteers. I think I have about five right now. Some are from the community, they're residents, and some are from outside of the community. And they help me in all sorts of ways. Um, I have some people that are just every day they come and help me for a little bit. Other people have a particular day. Um, I have one gal that helps me with my excursions because we do go out of the building and do... Um, different things. Twice a month we take the bus and go out. 
And you're the driver of the bus. I'm the driver. Don't tell too many people that. <laughs> that's, your record. <laughs> that's your least favorite job. That's my least favorite job, but we get through it okay. I drive an SUV usually, so it's just a little bigger. <laughs> well, where all have you been, or where are some of you typically? Uh, we go to museums. We go to garden centers. We go out to eat. Um, special events, anything that I can get the bus into, unload, and park. <laughs> That's the prime requirements. So those are the days that you really need volunteers. Yes. Well, I have one pretty steady volunteer for that, so that's good. And I always have the bus on Thursday, so we know to plan around Thursday. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Um, what are your plans for today? Oh, today. Well... We always start the day reading some news. Now, it's not current events. It's a um, publication that I get off the Internet, and it's all things that happen on this date back in whatever year. And so we read that. There's also a word that they have to guess. So we give them the first letter and the last letter, how many letters there are in the definition. And I will tell you, these are tough words, but somebody always gets them. They're a very smart group. And then we go on to do a short devotion, we take our lunch orders because we have lunch together, and we order from the grill, and they bring it to us in the Durango room. Much easier, less confusion for them if we eat in a quieter place and we stay together as a, as a fun group. Well, I imagine a lot of your planning is to avoid confusion. Yes, it is. If you can avoid confusion, it's still likely to erupt, but, <laughs> but it's mm -hmm. better. So, and we're also watching a documentary. We have a TV that we can use that's part of the Connections Committee. And today we're watching Aerial America. And it's a wonderful um, series that's from Amazon Prime. And today it's going to be about Colorado. So I bet a lot of memories will come uh, during that time when they're watching these things. It does happen. And we've done other states that are the states that they came from. So we try to focus on a state that they grew up in or had some connection to. Where did you grow up? I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> Good old Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, how long did you live there? Oh, till I got married when I was 22. So quite a while. So but then actually I went back again. I was in the Twin Cities for a little while also. I grew up in a small town, south central Minnesota, and then I did live in the Twin Cities for a little bit. And did you get your education there? Actually, I went to college in South Dakota, in Sioux oh. Falls, South Dakota, Augustana College. Oh, so oh, really? That was one college. <laughs> and then as I grew up and got older and had to figure out something else to do, I did online college. So, And, and I got another you, degree. You've gotten three degrees. I've gotten three degrees. Two were kind of lumped together. <laughs> and then I got another one later. So, Tell us what those are. Um, when I went to Augustana, I had a double major in business education and business administration. And then, actually, I got, did another program, too. I did a computer programming um, program through Control Data Institute, if anybody remembers that. And then I went on, probably in the last 10 years or so, I took another program, and I got a degree in human services and focused on gerontology. I think you're well, well qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly can study and take tests, I guess. <laughs> oh You've always enjoyed older people. Yes, yes, I have. I was a caregiver. That's what got me started. Actually, I just interacted with older people, which is interesting because I did not know my grandparents much. I had one set of grandparents that I knew, and I only had them till I was five. And oh. then I guess I tried to kind of latch on to other older people and really felt a bond to them, and that was fun. And then I ended up being a caregiver for five and a half years and then pursued um, 
being in retirement communities and assisted living communities. Oh, we're so glad you're here. Oh, thank you. So you did you you had not um, been a caregiver. Well, for five years you were a caregiver to yes. one person, or yes, mainly was one person. I filled in for other people too. Uh huh. Yeah. Was that with a an agency or what? It was. It was called Home Instead. Okay. Yeah. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, five and a half years. I, they felt like my family. <laughs> it was a couple. And I bet these people here. I was so pleased to hear how you say that these are intelligent people that yes. are in your group. Yes. And uh, have been, you know, using their minds in many wonderful ways mm -hmm. prior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they come up with answers to things that I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really heartwarming to see. And, you know, mm -hmm. I say, wow, how'd you get that? Oh, I don't know. It just popped into my mind. And <laughs> so I think they've all done a lot of reading and had a lot of good experiences in their life. And they're good grandparents. <laughs> yes. Great grandparents, I'm sure many of them are. I think so. Well, how did you find Holly Creek? Um, I was just looking for a different job. I wasn't real happy where I was, and it was a listing on the Internet, and it just seemed like it was made for me. It was just perfect what I wanted to do. And so I applied, and I interviewed, and I was lucky and got it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell us where the website was. I think it was LinkedIn, LinkedIn. I think, mm -hmm. is where it was. Yeah, it's kind of hard to remember now, but I think that's the one I found it on. Had you been living in Colorado quite a while? I've been in Colorado since 1984. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. a long time. Yep, I was. I came here with my husband at the time. He had graduated from University of Minnesota. He had a PhD. He had to do some postdoctoral work, and so he did that at CU. So that brought us out here. Now, tell us about some of the activities that you have. I know you had mentioned games and word mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. You also have donut days and <laughs> other things that are pizza. fun. Yes. Pizza on Mondays. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. We have pizza on Mondays because the only way we can eat lunch here is in the bistro, and that tends to be rather confusing for my group to have to stand and, and order something and then the confusion in there or getting it back to the Durango room, which is where we meet. So we've decided that Monday is pizza day, and they love it. So I order from Pizza Hut, they deliver it, we eat it. So it all works out pretty yeah. good. And Wednesday we do go to the bistro, but it's just for coffee and donuts right at the beginning of the morning. And we sit and just chat. We don't do anything special. Eat our donuts and drink our coffee. If there are other people in the bistro, are they welcome to come and say hello to your... Oh, sure. They like that? or Yes, that's fine. They love it. Yeah, it's good. And do the residents come and come each time or do you have to go find them or get them <laughs> or <laughs> remind them that they have time for the connections? A little bit of everything. Um, many of them do have a morning care companion that will help them get ready in the morning, make sure they have their breakfast, and get down to Connections Committee. So that's very helpful. Well, now, where do they get those committees? Are they family members? or No. no? Um, they're either from Rhythms, which is part of Christian Living Communities, or from Guardian Angels, which is another group that is very very visible in Holly Creek. Mm -hmm. And so they just, they hire them to take care of them, and it just works out wonderfully. <laughs> well, that's it. I've seen you in the hall looking for somebody. <laughs> I do that, too, yes. It's a search mission sometimes. But <laughs> I, they all know the way to get to you, though, to your, where you meet. Usually they do. Um, I did have one gal move and got her a little confused. That but would be. Yeah, so... But, you know, basically they can do it. It's routine, and that's what we kind of emphasize, consistency, routine, um, just getting them out. 
You know, like I said, the main purpose of our group is to keep them independent living as long as we can. Now, I like that you mentioned one time that there is, uh, between the first interview of coming to Holly Creek as a resident and uh, the actual time they move in, many things can happen in that process. Can you explain mm -hmm. that a little bit, how, how that is important for us to know? It's just important to know because sometimes people will put in their application and be accepted for Holly Creek, but they put off the move-in date for a while. And it's interesting because things can happen during that time, and they can see a little bit of decline before they get here. And so I just, you know, it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Typically, I feel that they are deciding to make the move here because they or their family has decided that they're kind of on the verge of needing more help. But then sometimes during that period, if it's a longer period, they will need a little more help when they get here. Mm -hmm. And the confusion when they first move in is sometimes there too, and they may get out of it. So, you know, be kind to people that are <laughs> just moving in because sometimes, you know, it's a big place, and it's just a little upside down for them for a little bit. And it could be at the time they were first interviewed, none of these signals were there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it could have been a different interview in that case. But yes. So that we just do need to be patient. Yes, be patient with them and just kind of put yourself in that place. Remember what it was like when you moved in. You know, oh, it, I it's remember getting lost. Yeah, it's, oh, I <laughs> did too. Between north and south. <laughs> yep. I was working here and I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> I still get lost once in a while and I've been here six years. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you inform families of, of the progress or lack of progress? I have a lot of communication with the families. Um, part of being in Connections Committee is that you get me also. <laughs> the families get me as a helper. I'm kind of their eyes here, and I can help them see if there's any changes or anything that needs to be addressed. And um, so I just keep going forward with it, I guess, and, mm -hmm. and communicate through text messages. I send out a weekly email. Okay, um, there's, always, there's always phone. Regular, yeah. And I tell them I'm, I'm for around, no matter if I'm at work or not, text me. It's not a problem. So. Mm -hmm. And nice you said that. that so many of the uh, spouses are very supportive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The ones that have spouses, you know, their spouses are really good and, and very supportive. And sometimes I've had them actually bring their, it's usually their wife. I haven't had any men in my program while I've be, been here, although you can have men in the program but they usually get their wife to the program and sometimes they pick her up and everything so well, and it gives them some free time yes too, and that's which a is very valuable for them yes and that was a, a good point for a couple of them that I've had in my program because you know when you're taking care of someone who has a lot of needs that it can wear on you and so just that little bit of break I think is wonderful sometimes are mm -hmm. they welcome to go along on an excursion yes sure that would be nice. Mm -hmm. They could mm -hmm. spend that time together. Yeah, if we have room, that's fine. Yeah. Wonderful. And some people come three days a week, mm -hmm. and some come, come five days a week. Those are the two options. Um, they sign up for three days or five days. If they start out on three days, I can almost guarantee they'll go to five days. It's so much easier and less confusing for them if they have a pattern of five days. So right now, everybody, I have eight people, and all eight people are five days a week. And they have two weeks free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can come and explore the program for two weeks. To get adjusted to the idea and see if they like it. Exactly. And just, you know, test the water, see if they know the people or get to know the people. And 
you know, I try to make it lots of fun. We do a lot of laughing, um, mm-hmm. try to get a lot of smiles, and, you know, I tease them, and they know I'm teasing. So they get to know me quite well. We just have a lot of fun. So if I can get somebody in there for two weeks, I think they're going to get the feel of it and, yeah. and feel comfortable. Well, teasing is a little hard sometimes because I've... <laughs> Sometimes they don't quite know that you're teasing. <laughs> you have to get to know them. <laughs> yeah, when you get to know them, they know. They know <laughs> me. So that's who's back. Yep, yep. Are, that's exactly right. People who are redis- reticent to come. To um, at the beginning, maybe. Um, they just—they're not sure what's yeah. going on, and it's like, oh, I have things to do. I got to stay home. Well, they don't probably have anything to do, so you just kind of got to get them in the groove and and say, oh, come on, you know. And I've been waiting for you and everything, and they'll come. They'll come. You know, we'll get them. You've majored in a lot of psychology (laughs) (laughs) over years. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I treat them like I would want to be treated, I guess. And eating together, I think, is a wonderful way for them to have their own group of socializing. Yes. I've seen the group at dinner time sometimes in Centennials, and you're there, or Mm -hmm. someone is there with them. Mm -hmm. It helps. And if someone sees someone that they know is part of Connections Committee and they seem a little lost, it'd be nice to kind of help them a little bit because the evening meal is rather confusing for them because they don't have a set pattern in the evening. So they need to find out where they're going to eat, who they're going to eat with, and get through the meal. So I say that's more of a stress sometimes than anything, is that evening meal. And the the session is done at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so it's been a while then since they've been together or yes. have heard. Some have a caregiver. Mm-hmm. To eat with them, yes. I noticed that at the grill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes in the evening they do have someone to eat with, which is nice, and um, make it work, you know, because otherwise they probably wouldn't eat or they wouldn't know how to eat or they'd go, you know, sometimes they go too late and it's closed and, you know, their sense of time is not always right. <laughs> And you also suggested that community table is not the best idea for them. It's probably a little difficult for them um, to be at the community table unless they have someone that is their friend that they know well, Mm -hmm. I guess, and can kind of guide them through that. Because um, the group does deal with short-term memory, and they do repeat. And so the people that they are with need to understand that they may hear the same question or the same story over and over a little bit. And some people are not very kind. Yes. There's they a few don't people. Understand. Yes, there's a few people I'd say a lot of Holly Creek is just great, but once in a while people get impatient and don't understand. That's a warning for us, uh, you know, to yes. <laughs> to be kind. Yes. Yeah. All the time. But let me think if if you have you do have a family. I do. Tell us about them. <laughs> I have a son and a daughter. My son, I think, is 38. I forgot to check on that. <laughs> Pretty sure he's 38. Anyway, um, he is a pilot for Southwest Airlines. My daughter is a nurse. She's 35. They are both in the Denver area, which doesn't mean you see them very much with their jobs and everything. My son is married to a flight attendant, and my daughter's engaged to a pharmacist. So try to get them together on a holiday. It just <laughs> really doesn't work. <laughs> And your grandchildren are quite unique? Uh, Yes, I have great-grandchildren. I have two of them, and they each have four legs. (laughs) (laughs) So we can wonder what that might be. (laughs) One has a tail, one doesn't. (laughs) Sometimes those are the best kind. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Well, the settling in period for people, uh, I think even if connections is not the the way to go, is difficult. Uh, We do have 
a lot of new residents joining and sometimes the unpacking gets them down sometimes they need to move to another apartment and we there's a lot we don't know when we first move in here that's true mm -hmm. and i think this uh, connections committee is one of the things that you don't get to know right away because you don't come in needing that but mm -hmm. it's always good to know that it's here exactly and it has such worth yes thank yeah. you i believe it does too and i i think it is something people should know about because we don't know what our future's like. Mm -hmm. You know, we could be in the program. I mean, I always kid that I'm gonna be in the program and somebody else has to take over. <laughs> 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 there are weeks when my brain is just not on top of it. You'll, you'll be the pet. Yes. Because <laughs> you'll know everything. <laughs> exactly. Well, who knows at that point. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but we're the only connections committee in any of the residential facilities, I believe. I believe that's correct. That's the last I heard. It's just Holly Creek. In Holly Creek. Yes. So yeah. we are kind of making strides. <laughs> so important. Yeah, and it, it's a wonderful thing. I love what I do. I love the people I'm with. Um, I have a great group, and just nice to see them every morning. Well, the next step after that might be the meadows. It so could be. How, how do you tr determine that time? Um, it's pretty evident. I can see what their participation is like in the Connections Committee during the time they're with me. If they reach a point where they really are not able to do the things that we're doing and they seem to not interact with people too much, then I will bring it up with the family and also with Heidi and we'll kind of discuss it and see if maybe it's time to, to move, make a move. You, and have, you have a very close connection with Heidi. <laughs> I do. She's wonderful. <laughs> I need to have a close connection. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my position was under life enrichment, and then they switched it to resident services. I think it's just the perfect fit because Heidi sees everyone, and mm -hmm. she can kind of give me a heads up. Well, I remember even before Heidi was here, we had, and I'm slipping her name right now. Tan Tana or something? Tana, yeah. And she would say, she even observes people as they walk, the residents. When you are walking behind somebody, if she sees something that's a little bit out of line, I don't she, she'll look into that further mm -hmm. if need be. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we're being watched, watched, <laughs> but, you know, we are observed. Yeah, mm -hmm. just from daily interaction. Mm -hmm. I'm, and I bet you are pretty much aware of these signals, too. Yes, I've gotten to know quite a few people here, not everyone, but you can kind of see changes when they happen and, you know. I guess I know my third floor north the best because that's where my office is. <laughs> but I've gotten to know a lot of other people, too, and I love it. It's just the perfect job. Well, the oh. third floor north has some wonderful people. It does. They it have does. a lot of special people, I think. Yeah, that's my family up there. Yeah. <laughs> and they go by your door whenever they go to the elevator. Yep. It's right yep. there. They stop and chat. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, that's great. How do you like the decor up there in the new... <laughs> It's really pretty. I think they did a good job. I think they need to change a few things around for furniture, but it'll all get done. And, you know, next year at this time, we won't even think about it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, we heard yesterday on the announcements that that's, there's new, there are new pieces coming and oh. a lot of shifting. It's not going to be the final yeah. at, at this point. Yeah. So. We were kind of the guinea pigs up there, I think. So. Do they take... Uh, Tours up there, prospective <laughs> residents, to, to I see the good floor. <laughs> yes, I have seen a lot of people brought up there and walking around, and, and then residents that live here coming up to look around. I so have done yeah. that, yeah. If I could charge $5 a person. You know. <laughs> 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 well, of course, I'll go to Connections, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
It seems to me that many times people start on the third floor north, and then they move to other floors. Sometimes they do. Mm -hmm. I think because they want a different apartment layout, or they have a a pet that needs to be on the first floor, make it easier and things like that. So yeah, we've lost a few. (laughs) Or they they may have a disability, and it's easier to be in the first floor. Exactly. Well, I want to get back to... uh, when you said these women are smart, intelligent people, mm-hmm. and um, knowing maybe a little bit about what they have done in their careers, if they've had a career outside the home mm-hmm. before, is really helpful. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but now I, I know there is also a problem of privacy. Mm-hmm. But um, do they speak much about it? Do they remember what, uh, how important those careers have been to them? Yes, yeah, so they talk about what they used to do. Um, I think a neat thing is that many of the ladies in my group right now were very active in volunteer work and different groups and committees. And so it's interesting to see, you know, and sometimes they know other people here because of those connections. And so it's, it's just really nice to see what a full life they have had. And they do talk about their background, what they used to do, you know, being a teacher, being a radiologist, or whatever, you really? know. So, yeah, so it's very fun to hear those things. Oh, it would be enlightening. I didn't know, well, that generation, <laughs> but they did have radiologists well, then. Do some yeah. of them have anger problems? Um, maybe one does, gets a little upset sometimes, but basically we're pretty good. Because yeah. I know that can be a problem with Alzheimer's. It can. It my, can. Hus- just my husband had Alzheimer's mm-hmm. when I lived in San Diego before I moved to Holly Creek. <coughs> before I moved to Holly Creek. Mm-hmm. Did they I, kind I, of I attended support groups there when I went to the Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's Association yeah. and became very, very knowledgeable. Yes. And I even started an Alzheimer's support group here mm-hmm. the week that I started. Yeah, I think that need will always be with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, do they do they kind of keep each other in line <laughs> in a nice they, way? They do kind of. Yes, they <laughs> do. do. They? they know each other well enough to kind of know what the other one's going to do. Although they don't always remember each other's names. Oh, really? So yeah, so they'll say, "Well, I think she's in our group, but I can't think of her name." So do they wear name tags? No, no, no. That might be a good idea, but... Well, I don't know if that is or not. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But they do, and if somebody's missing, where's, you know, that one over there? (laughs) So they'll know if somebody's missing and everything. Do they navigate to the same people or the same seats? I kind of make them sit in the same seats for... A variety of reasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just because I have a little better interaction sometimes if I have certain people at certain places. Not a lot different from seating in yes. the classroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we change it up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes it's just better for one reason or another. So. Well, you probably can identify all their strong points and their weaker points. And yeah, kind of. I mean, I've known them for quite a while now. <laughs> You have to be constantly vigilant, don't you? You do. You do. I mean, especially if we're walking from Alpine back to the Durango room, I have lost them before, you know? It's like you think they're all in a, you know, it's like herding cats sometimes because they do kind of see something they want to go off to, and if you're not watching, away they go. But um, nothing terrible, you know, we j- they just kind of sidetrack on you, and you got to go back and get them. <laughs> so what advice would you give the residents, you know, if you're going in a place, do we not, we just say hi, or we don't try to make a conversation? We can make a them? conversation, sure. They'd be able to do that just fine, yeah. Okay. If and you, you want to do that, that's fine. Um, they're, they're just people that have 
short-term memories. Mm -hmm. So talk to them, do whatever you want. Um, they'd love it, I think. However, they may not remember that conversation a little while later. But, you know, during the time, they would love it. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, chat with them, whatever. Well, you had, had said a smile makes your day. Yes, yes. I try to make a good day for them no matter what. And I hope that when they head back home, we get done about 1 o'clock. When they're heading home, I hope they feel like they've had a good morning. So, yep. Well, I think one of the nicest things you've said is that you lead with your heart. Yes, you have to. Yeah. yeah. You have to have kindness. You do. All the time. Yep, that's best. Yeah, if you lead with your heart, you can't go wrong. You yeah. kind of put yourself in their position. Yeah. Do you ever get in, into a down slump and <laughs> have one of your volunteers pick it up and... Oh, sure. That's good to have volunteers, you know. Um, it does wear on me emotionally um, after being with them for a week, and sometimes it's good to see the weekend just to mm -hmm. kind of has to rejuvenate be. a little has bit. And then Monday I'm ready to go again. But, mm -hmm. you know, it is. there's a lot going on in between them and their families. And, just and I think it can work the other way, too. They can uplift you sometimes yes. by... Something they may have remembered, mm -hmm. or just mm -hmm. a smile that they give you. Mm -hmm. They're happy to see you. Mm -hmm. Or they thank me. I get thanks from them. And, oh, that's And wonderful. it's really nice, yeah. So what do you do to relax on the weekends? <laughs> Sleep. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I kind of catch up on my life. And I do some reading and some crafts. And I like to take walks. So that's nice. Nice to be out in nature. Yes, I agree. Well, Kathy, we certainly thank you, and I hope that... Uh, this has been heard by others here that don't know that Connections is part of this Holly Creek living. And uh, we thank you. I mean, I'm sure the families thank you more than what we were able to, but it's wonderful to have you here. Thank you for the job you do. Oh, thank you very much. It's been a delight to be here. You're very fortunate. And that's Wanderings for today. So long. Uh,